It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live once again from Theo Luis's garage. We're live to the world. Because to the world because we're... Occupying the internet, homes. Oh you got gosh. the twins out of Theo Luis's garage every Tuesday. Why? Because it's Twins Day. And you know what? Every week that you catch us, you can catch us on TwinTalkCast.com. But also, if you happen to not catch the show or you want to share it with a friend, go to iTunes. You can find us on iTunes. What do you search for, bro? Uh, we're iTwins. So just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel and put us in your gadget, eh? And ba- you get- even the battery-powered one, it's all right. Plug it in, batteries, it's okay. If Take you're in a, if you're in a jacuzzi, you. make sure it's battery-powered. And if you have it in those certain p- body parts, be careful. Play it loud. We like to be in your gadgets. <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for joining us again this week. You know, every week that you join us, I'm tickled. I'm tickled pink because you're listening oh, to us. Oh, get cute. <laughs> hey, well, guess what? Last week we had an awesome show. We really, really appreciate you listening to us. Last week, what did we have? We had Priscilla. Oh, Priscilla Marie, the uh, uh, up and coming uh, pop sensation. Pop sensation. I Priscilla think she, Marie. I, I think she's our first pop artist that we've had because we've had folk, rock and roll, lots of rock and roll. Uh-huh. And today we have punk. We even had mariachis. Remember, we had mariachi in our Cinco El de Mayo. El trio de ella. El trio. <laughs> El trio, trio ella. ella. <laughs> we also had uh, the blue agave. We had some great, great. We had the Mojo Bluesmen's out of Australia. Yeah, man. Candlebox. Dude. Candlebox was here. We had Candlebox out of Seattle. Wherever bro. they're from, Seattle, man. <laughs> Them Vatos played live, and today we're going to have... Uh, but let, let's remind people, if you missed our show... Drive. Yeah. If you missed our show last week, go to TwinTalkCast.com. You can listen to it. You can subscribe to our podcast, and it's free, man. Didn't it, we have a call-in también? We also had a caller. What was it? I don't know. It was oh, my friend was, Stephanie Elam from NBC LA Los Angeles. And she was talking about the Grammys. The Golden Clothes, man. Well, they're all, <laughs> they're all the same, man. Eh? They give the they give awards to themselves, eh? NBC Los <laughs> Angeles reporter Stephanie Elam was on with us and she talked about she gave us a skinny on what's it like to be hanging around with all, all the celebrities. And all the skinny chicks on the red carpet. <laughs> and but it was a cool show. Um our girl Priscilla Marie, she performed uh, live and she also shared some tracks with us. Really cool. It was kind of fun to have her because it's sort of like a teeny bopper thing. Well, you know what was cool about it is that it was a different perspective. It was a twin spectrum. But you know what was interesting, too, is that we had to kind of watch our language because apparently there was a lot of kids listening. Oh, oh. That was kind of hard. Well, you know what? I'm glad that you guys are listening again. Eh? Anyway, we'll this week, it out. <laughs> tonight, tonight, my brother kind of uh, let you know a little bit that we have a fantastic show tonight on in. In Theo Luis's garage, we have... Who do we have, brother? Warner Drive, man. Warner <laughs> Drive. Warner Drive in the house. They're the, uh, the most relentless punk rock band there is out there, and you'll know you'll hear a little more about that. We're going to play some of their tracks. They're going to tell us all about it. Eh? The reason why we invited them is so they could bring the Stella. 
Uh, no, and Candice. And Candice. Oh, they brought Modelo <laughs> in the house. Modelo, Stella, and Candice. Anyway, <laughs> so you know what? They're going to be chatting with us. They're going to, I tell you what, I, uh, we've had them before on our show and they tore it up. I have a feeling they're going to tear it up again. But they're going to share some tracks. Uh, and I've, I've, I've uh, sneaked a peek at them and they're really cool tracks. I'm surprised they came back eh, after, <laughs> after being on our show last time. What was the name of that show? They, you guys go to our uh, previous podcasts www.twintalkcast.com and the name of the show is Rock, Rock for, for a the Cure. Cure. Rock for a Cure. The twins were part of, and Warner Drive was part of a uh, an event called Rock for a Cure for Cancer and they that? were the main event and they also were, were really cool yeah, and they chatted with in us. June 24th, but was it in June 24th? Doesn't Why matter. Just, memory, huh? just go back to our <laughs> webpage. You'll find it. Also tonight, of course, we have uh, we have uh, our very own Jackie Casas in the house, giving her current events. Hey, Jackie. Hey, guys. Jackie is feeling a little bit under the weather, but she made it. Yay, I'm here. And she's going to be with us again. Oh, she'll be with us all night, but she's going to let us know what's going on with current events. So, brother, how was your week, man? It was good. I, I barely remember it. <laughs> it was that good, huh? I was bitching, man. I, you know, as I, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I moved. And uh, I'm still freaking moving, dude. Such a pain in the ass. Well, you know the six-month rule, right? No, what is it? If it's still in the box in six months, just throw it out. eh? That's a good rule. You know, I will abide by that. My kids hate it because I throw shit away. Every time I've moved, it's like cleaning house for me. You're not a hoarder? And I don't – I'm not the kind of person – I'm sorry. Good intentions are great, but the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I hate when people, no, these are still good. Let's give it to the goodwill. And then you have a I bag. You know, look, and then they have a bag. My daughters, they have a bag of clothes outside in the, in the porch for months. And you, they don't take it to the goodwill. And I'm like, you know what? I'm throwing this shit. My goodwill is I'm cleaning my porch. I'll throw it out. I don't even waste my time. You need to time. make room for the new stuff. If you don't clean it out, the universe won't give it to you, Holmes. The universe. Yeah, you know. you know that's part of that. You sa- want new clothes? Get your your closet and empty it. But you know what? And the universe will respond. Eh? I don't know if the universe, whatever, dude. It's all in your control. I Think read a, about it. I read a book years ago about. If how- you're a hoarder, you're you're hoarding other things in your in, in your inside. I read a I read a book years ago about you know clearing out your your clearing out your mind and like like getting rid of all your negative thoughts. And it said, and you start it- by removing bush out of your vocabulary. <laughs> But anyway, it, it talked about how if you get rid of old stuff and you've got nothing that you've replaced it with that's good and new and positive, you'll eventually fill it with shitty the stuff. The same shitty shit. Mm-hmm. Like say you cleared out your your apartment and, and I got to get rid of this old furniture and you put it out in the garage because you intend to buy new furniture. And then you go inside the house and you're like, oh, I got to watch TV, but I'm sitting on the floor. Let me go get that little that's, chair. That's Let, why I buy good beer. Because eh? when I go pee, I just fill it up again. Eh? <laughs> and then the I, good stuff. <laughs> and then you go and you put the chair out and you bring the chair in the house. You're like, OK, good. I'm just going to. And you're like, damn, I got to set my beer on something. Let me go out to the garage and grab that end table. And before you know it, you brought that same old shit back in the house. Same thing with that clothes that supposedly goes to Goodwill. Get rid of the shit. Get and, rid of it. And your ex, don't keep her as a booty call. Eh? I, Just I, let her go. I man. don't recycle, dude. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I don't do that. X is over. You it's over, make man. Room for it. Yes, Tuvo. So, anyways, my week was like that. I was still trying to pay, play catch up. So, whatever, dude. Well, hang in there, bro. Now it's time for the shout outs, ladies and gentlemen. Shout outs, eh? <laughs> First and foremost, I want to give a shout-out to Lucy at RK Marketing. That's A-R-K-E-Y 
Marketing. Also, Alex Silva Lopez in Hacas Ranch, Mexico. ¿Qué onda, primo? ¿Cómo estás? Puro Hacas Ranch, eh? Hey, they're listening to us in Michoacán. In Michoacán, Mexico. Well, right on, dude. Uh, Angelo Piso, uh, Angela... Ashley Ann Caven, what's up, baby? Long time. Hey, that's our girl. Rubias, Dennis Gabriel, Diane Ga- Gallimore. That's a great name, Gallimore. Give me more, Gallimore. I guess I, spe- uh, I pronounced it right. Frankie Gomez, Gavin White, what's up? Nita, hey, you're listening, huh, Mia? Nita's um, listening? Can you believe that? Wow. Who's Nita? Uh, hi, Nita. <laughs> and Juanita Von Stein, Linda, Lulu, and Patty. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, uh, Rocky, eh, Holmes? I got your money, eh? Hang on, eh? Just chill out, eh? Do you, do you owe somebody money, bro? No, yeah, it's not like that. It's, it's you know, it's honest. Hey, bro, why don't I get a shout-out? You owe me money. Shout-out to you. How about that? Take the shout-out. Hey, shout-out, Jose. And uh, to my kids, Samantha, Angel, and Mario, I love you guys. Good job in school and all that kind of shit. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to my girl, J.N. Perone from uh, Steubenville, Ohio. I recently was able no to way. talk. Yeah. Uh, how's she doing? Huh, I girl? don't know. She's uh, she's a public servant. I'll tell you that much. Anyway, it's really nice to have heard your voice uh, and talk to you. It's good to hear is that it you're under the table, baby. That- <laughs> it's no, but it's good to hear your voice and uh, nice to hear that you're doing fantastic. I and we you miss you. Uh, well, whatever. We miss you. Okay. Good to hear you. Anyways, those are the shout outs and they're brought to you by Express Cuts every week because you have to get your hair pimped at one time or another, so just go to Express Cuts in the city of El Monte, 10420 Laura Souza Road, or like we say, Big Monte Homes. Uh, just walk in or call them at uh, 626. Where's that number, eh? Oh, there it is. <laughs> 448-1931. Tell them the twins sent you, and they'll give you a free... Something. <laughs> Just go and tell them, man. They'll give you a discount, and I think it's like a Brazilian blowout or something like that. No, no, it's uh, something free. Oh, yeah, and you know, on th- on Valentine's Day, they're having a, a, a special for you girls, so make your appointment now. Anyways, brought to you by Express Cuts, yo. Twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. There's a little bit of dead air right there, wasn't there? I don't dead like air, dead, dead air. air, dead air, dead air. Hey, brother, we forgot to mention at the top of our show, we are also going to have from labelgmos.org and the initiator of the California ballot to label genetically modified foods. 
Pam Larry is going to call in. She was on our our show previously, uh, but she's going to give us a, a quick update for all y'alls that care about your food. So tune in. Yeah, if you guys or care about your food, tuned. How's stay that? tuned. <laughs> anyway, she's going to be calling in, and uh, we had a good show with her last time. What was the name of that show? Uh, it was called uh, Beware the Bees. We also had uh, uh, Mariam Hanane from Vanishing of the Bees. Anyway, check it out. On a, we have such, Not only do we have fun and we rock people and we... Sometimes we enlighten people. Yes, we do. I don't know how that happens, but we enlighten them. We do. Uh, uh, you ought to check out that show. It's it's actually a very, as one would say in the uh, in in the urban world, a conscious show. Urban only yes. in the urban world they in do the this. Ur- yeah. You know, I was invited to a convention of consciousness recently. It's really? supposed to happen like this next month. Were you sleepwalking? I'm invited to, <laughs> and I said to this person, I said, you know, that's sort of like a thing that my brother would go to. So you were asleep through the whole thing, right? No, I haven't gone yet. It doesn't happen yet. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> well, hook it up, Holmes. So I'm thinking, uh, if my brother goes, maybe I won't, you know? <laughs> anyway, so uh, now and it's time, like I said before, uh, that uh, we give the microphone over and share the space with our very own Jackie Casas with Current Events. What's up, Jackie? Hi, guys. Hi. I made it. Yay. Yay. Woo, in the background. You're feeling ill, huh? Yes. It's that 3 a.m. shift. I'm telling you, man. I hate it. I hate it's it. It's hard to bounce back with those hours. I haven't then. done that 3 a.m. Shift, shift in a few days, and I feel like a new man. Isn't it amazing? Yes. yes. I didn't have it on Monday, so I was good on Monday, but then I just got sick. And, and how's, your, how's your week been so far, besides being under the weather? It's been good. It's been good. This just hit me like yesterday, so I haven't been dead. I feel, that's the thing. I feel good. I just sound and look Horrible. No, well, you look so, fantastic. I feel good. I'm like, what's up? And I don't but think people can tell that you're sick. You sound fantastic. Good. As I'm always. You glad. sound like Amokoso. Yeah, I'm like, all of a sudden got this runny nose <laughs> going on. I'm going to have, I don't have, I'm going to use my, I'm going to use my sleeve, folks. Let me uh, <laughs> apologize. I have no tissue right now. Amokitos. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so what's going on with current events, my dear? I've got some interesting story for you guys. Okay. Um... We're going to start off with a sad one, though. Sorry. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> former Penn State head football coach Joe Paterno has died at the age of 85. 85. Yeah, Paterno's legendary career was most recently marred by the alleged child sex abuse by one of his former assistants. So it kind of um, pooped on his lovely reign as one of the greatest football coaches in this country. Well, he's the win- winningest football coach in college football. Yes. Joe Paterno. And that's why it was such... Isn't, isn't he the vato that was accused for being in the shower hugging kids? No, it wasn't him. He, that was his assistant. Same. So someone told him, and basically he just kind of... He just didn't really do much about it. He let the, the Penn State officials know, but he didn't do anything. The irony. And, now, and now he's being ac- accused of what? No, what happened? So he's when being accused of being dead? No, no, he died. He died. Okay. He died from could lung it, cancer. Could it be? Could oh, it, is it possible that it could be R. like? R. How timely could that be? He like he's like faked his death or something like he that. He was diagnosed days after this whole sex abuse came about. So this, the university actually let him go after everything came about because this happened years ago. For the record, you if, know I'm ever, if I'm ever you know accused of something so, so atrocious and I happen to get ill later and then die, it's only a coincidence, folks. <laughs> okay, well, actually, you know what happened? He saw that movie American Me, eh? <laughs> What's and he's like, "Chale, I'm not gonna, 
go to jail. <laughs> it was terrible. So he, he died from lung cancer, although there was some, <laughs> there was one of his family members that said he actually died from heartbreak. That's like, what I think. It was such a terrible situation. He loved that school. He brought up that school, that program. Nobody, I, I, uh, he was there for so long. He made it what it is. Here's what I got to say about that. But unfortunately, because of the scandal, most people really only know him yes, because of because that. Here's what I have to say career. about that. I'm sorry. It's for great radio. I'm content, sorry. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry he had a heartbreak, right? And I'm yeah. sorry that he was let down, that he was let go from that. You know, he, he left in shame. Mm-hmm. But there was uh, an uh, alleged twenty some boys mm-hmm. that were. Uh, 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 you know that he didn't let assaulted go of, eh? <laughs> that he was assaulted by by his friend and and they could have probably been stopped had he pursued it but you got to give Penn State some of the responsibility too because he did go to Penn State uh, uh, reportedly went to the officials at Penn State and they didn't do anything about it either. you know what we could talk all we want out of it right now he's over at that uh, pearly gate and he has to answer to them, eh? What pearly gate? <laughs> that one pretty gate, you know, like, hey. Did, what was the name of the do? guy, his assistant? Uh, uh, I forget his name. Uh, Some George, George Burns. Or <laughs> no. In front of George Burns right now. <laughs> no, the guy who uh, allegedly, uh, you know, was. It was uh, very unfortunate. Some, some, a lot of people were upset with him because they felt like he didn't do enough. Uh-huh. Um, and ultimately didn't do anything to protect these children because that former assistant was actually involved in a children's camp for them to be involved um, in the betterment of their athletic skills. Well, he actually had, yeah, he had a, uh, he was, it was one of those things where uh, they become, an, uh, what do they call it? They, they, a lot of these guys have a same profile. You know, if they want to be, have access to children, mm-hmm. they are part of children charities like Michael Jackson allegedly and did. Disgusting. And all that kind of stuff. So you sound like the FBI, eh? Hey, man, you don't like, know, man. They'll find anything to pick up. You know, I mean, like, oh, I walked by a, a, a tool store, and now I'm implicated for Still? All, looking at that soil and possibly making a bomb out of it. Out of uh, fertilizer? You're putting things together, like, you know, come on, eh? But if you're, you're so 1%, Holmes, <laughs> chill out, That's eh? just the way it is, man. It's a profile. I mean, there's a reason why well, they I'm profile. profiling you back. It's all right. I got no problem with profiling. I don't have no problem with racial profiling. If you, I do. So if you're profiled, do. you would think it's totally cool. If it's understood, for instance, if Mexicans were flying planes into buildings and they so they pulled me aside at the airport for that reason, I understand. And they delay you forty five minutes. You know what? I show forty five minutes early because I know. So when those Arabs get pulled aside and searched and whatever, which isn't happening because of political correctness, too many people are going. As a matter of fact, a friend of mine was just telling me that her work, her boss, came to work one day, laughing because he's Arab and he's got. If we forget his name, full Arab man and full name, first and last name, and he traveled and he was coming back from New York or something like that, and he said that the person behind him. Got eighty eighty some year old man, white man was pulled aside and body searched and, and all kinds of stuff, and they let him go by, no problem. And he said, his quote according to her was, "That this is a fucked up situation because he says they should be pulling me aside, not that he's a terrorist or anything." Now they're listening to us because I said terrorist, but because they so that's what's you know so what? screwed the up with this TSA people, situation. The security people were looked at him and said, "Charlie, man." I'm not frisking him with a bombing. Send him down. <laughs> so that's the problem with it. You know, the the problem with that is that people are too worried to be politically correct. They're too worried of offending some Arab man. Again, if Mexicans were flying airplanes into buildings, which 
a Mexican can fly an airplane. And, one and, day, <laughs> Jose, one day. And, but if they do, I would understand why they'd pull me aside with my name, like Jose Hernandez, like so Mexican. <laughs> I would understand it would nah, suck, dude. but I would prepare for it. That's what it is, man. I nothing, nothing wrong with profiling. So when I when, it, when you I see, I think there's, I think there's the the uh, profiling isn't good because it opens up the door for more, bro. And that's and that's how you. But how do you catch does. the villains? Like when you got the negritos driving down Burbank Boulevard, how about like they this? always pull how them over like, here, dude. How about like this? You notice yeah. that they always pull them over here for some reason here in Burbank. Negritos can't drive by, dude. I know they're screwed. You know, Burbank people. Like they say, uh, crime is illegal in Burbank. Anyway, so move on. I don't know how we got from paternal to this. So paternal, um, so the public viewing was today. Um, They had some at the school. Students and staff were there. Um, But a private funeral is scheduled for tomorrow. So sad days, Joe Paternal. It's a sad day for his family. And uh, you don't want anybody to, you know, die in uh, in shame either. But ni modo, cabrón. That's what happens. That's what happens when you let your homies play with little boys. Rest in peace, homies. You Rest know? in peace. So what else we got going on as I wipe with my sleeve? <sighs> okay, guys. You know, I love myself a political scandal. This this story made me giggle. I, I love these damn scandals. Okay, let's hear it. So I got a new one for you. Uh-huh. So this one involves Newt Gingrich, who's oh. one of the current frontrunners in the GOP presidential campaign. His ex-wife, Marianne, um, had an interview, said in an interview last week that Gingrich alle- allegedly asked for an open marriage in Ike? 1999. Who, what man doesn't ask for that? Okay, that's what weird. What man does not ask? That is every weird. Man, every man You're has. You're married. Why would you want to be with another person? Because well, you're I know a why. man? Because you're a man? But then you get a divorce. You get a divorce. No, because. Which it, is what he ultimately okay, did. Okay, you got to give him props for asking. Oh, hey, hold on a second. Oh, thank you for not cheating behind my back. Hey, That's so kind of you. I love, I love, don't get me wrong. I love women. I love you all. You're all beautiful women. But you're psychotic. But what do you need one more than one for, Holmes? I mean, you know. You're only saying that because your woman's listening, cabrón. Dude. Because <laughs> I only need one, eh? I'm not saying it's what so. Do you need, what I'm do you need not promoting it. I'm just saying a man is a man is a man, okay? Dude, Silent treatment, they all use it. They all, there's always going to be the, the whole thing about, like, no, I'm different. <laughs> but a woman's a woman, eh? Se guardan los, 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 los platitos así y se amontonan y aló. Están mandando. They're sending you texts and shit. Chale, you only need one, eh? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Uh, no, go ahead. I, I'll okay. say what I so, so then Marianne says that this all happened while Newt was giving speeches um, about family values. And she said, well, what, what's the deal with this? So the interview aired on ABC News. And um, let's take And a she's listen. an ex, right? She's the ex-wife. Let's listen no, to that, what No, that's two wives ago. That was two wives two ago. Two wives ago. He currently has his third wife. So let's, say, let's hear what she said. I said to him, Newt, we've been married a long time. And he said... Yes, but you want me all to yourself. Callista doesn't care what I do. What was he saying to you, you think? He, oh, he was asking to have an open marriage, and I refused. He wanted an open marriage? Yeah, that I accept the fact that he, he has somebody else in his life. And you said? No. No. She's lying there. She didn't say it like that. 
She was throwing the plates and shit. Calista, Come on. She's all like, no. Calista was the woman that yeah, he was right. allegedly having an affair with while he was married, which is now his current third wife. Listen, and let me let me clarify. I understand. If you're married, <laughs> I believe in monogamy. I really do. I'm just messing around. But the thing is this. The problem I have with this is this was 14. Monopoly? What? Monogamy. Monopoly. Oh, that's that shit that you put in your menudo, right? <laughs> How many? Anyway. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Here's the deal. Here's the deal. The problem I have with that is if this was a marriage 14 years ago or something like that, mm-hmm. at least over a decade ago, mm-hmm. okay, ABC Network, is, it's bullshit that ABC Network would pull it out just before a pretty important primary. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the mainstream media. <laughs> You're totally and I know because ABC. I, I, it doesn't matter. NBC, ABC, it doesn't matter. I work in it, and I see. You work in it. NBC. You, see, you see how biased they are. Okay. They, when well, they are West Side. <laughs> You might as well throw some signs there, eh? But it's just You're so it. it's just so <laughs> apparent their motives for doing this. Here's Pero for, ella también. For, yeah, she, she could she could have said no. Ella también exactly. Le she's a disgruntled, angry ex-wife. Mm-hmm. She's gonna want to ruin uh, Newt Gingrich's. Uh, uh, she's probably ca- not married candidacy. at all. She just sees an opportunity, eh? And not only that, if you CMD, see her, eh? you can't hear it here. Let me see if you can hear it. But she's like, Arato, a, she's gonna be. She breathes with her mouth. Look, on a reality show. Hold on, hold on. She's, she's probably like... Ex-wives of politicians. <laughs> Listen to this. I said to him, we've been married a long time. And oh, you can't hear it, but she's like... Oh. He said... She's a mouth breather. Yes, but you want me all to yourself. Callista doesn't care what I do. You know what, too, though, about that? Who's to say that's exactly what he meant? When a lot of times... Women, no, a lot of times men have wives or girlfriends, you guys know, guys, that are just hanging on your every move. And and then what are you doing now? What are you calling you, texting you? What? Sometimes a guy has to, or any relationship, male or female, give him some room to breathe and hang out with his buddies or go to work without having to check in every five minutes. Okay. Maybe what that's is, what he meant. What that's, is that? That's what he said. That's that's what it was. That's right? what it was. But that doesn't mean that means like <laughs> that means that he should have told Marianne. Dude, stop swinging on my balls. Not fucking say <laughs> I'm gonna go with hang out with. That's not what she's saying. That's not what she's saying. What she is saying is that uh, Callista. What he's saying is Callista doesn't care what I do, which means she doesn't. It may mean she doesn't care that I didn't come home right away and I went out drinking with my buddies. You're calling me every five minutes. But it may also mean that, does, that she, she doesn't, doesn't care that I mess around with you and. But with we her don't know time. that, and that's what they're trying to imply. She, no one's ever said it. No one ever. And when I first heard that, I go, "What does that mean?" Does, is, are they well, you know what? It's giving him a lot of publicity, including Twin Talk. Well, two days after this interview, um, he, I, I, he didn't. You know, do you approve this me- message, Gingrich? You, you got to pay me for it now. Shit. <laughs> I think he does, dude. Gingrich, all this free publicity on here. He actually responded to the allegations on the stage of the CNN. Hey, State call us at six two six two seven five twin. Six two six two seven five twin. Sorry, Mia. Let's hear what he had to say um, at the CNN debate. Mr. Speaker, real quick, before we go to oh, that. Oh no, yeah, there's gonna, no real quick this, with you, bro. This was mm-hmm. a, the debate with CNN, and the very first question, yeah, in the debate this was at the top of the at the top of the debate was this question, and uh, by, who? by who by John to, King of CNN to to Newt Gingrich. Newt Gingrich. And Mr. Speaker, I want to start with that this evening. As you know, your ex-wife gave an interview to ABC News and another. Your hoe ex-wife interview with the Washington Post and this story has now gone viral on the internet in it she says that you came to her and now she's virus she's got a virus <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Speaker I want to start with that this evening as you know your ex-wife 
gave an interview to ABC News and another interview at the Washington Post, and this story has now gone viral on the Internet. In it, she says that you came to her in 1999, at a time when you were having an affair. She says you asked her, sir, to enter into an open marriage. Would you like to take some time to respond to that? No, but I will. (laughs) 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 I think... I think the destructive, vicious, negative nature of much of the news media makes it harder to govern this country, harder to attract decent people to run for public office. And I am appalled that you would begin a presidential debate on a topic like that. I hear you. Amen to that. Whether you're Republican or Democrat, I agree with that completely. Come on. I don't think it was appropriate for them to start off the debate like that. I don't I don't think that was appropriate. It was not appropriate, but but they're doing it all over anyway. See, the thing they're, of, they're slinging it. They just, you know, behind your back. The problem with the kind of, you the, know, the problem with ABC and then they put a face on like, oh, I'm really good and dandy. The problem. Come the, on. the problem with ABC having the interview with her and then airing it the day before the primary or whatever it was. They say that it was newsworthy, that it's a newsworthy thing. You know what? If it's 14 years ago, it's not newsworthy. Okay. Okay. You know? So let's not give it any more news. All right. Uh, He got a standing ovation here. Okay, that's enough. Every person (laughs) in here knows personal pain. Every person in here has had someone close to them go through painful things. To take an ex-wife and make it two days before the primary, a significant question in a presidential campaign, is as close to despicable as anything I can imagine. Jose, is is he a Republican? Yes, it's a Republican debate. Okay. So is that why you're giving him so much airtime? No, it's because Jackie asked for the soundbite, fool. Okay, but but I think the point's made already. No, it's not. Is it, Jackie? Oh, I just wanted to. I just wanted his response so we can hear it and because I got, thought it was interesting. Can we can we give him equal time? I mean, she said it. No. Yeah. <laughs> Go My for two it. Daughters wrote the head of ABC. Listen to this. And made the point that it was wrong that they should pull it, and I am frankly astounded that CNN would take trash like that and use it to open a presidential debate. Here's the thing. Um, he's got a good point, okay? And the, the, the fact that he brings it up in the top of the show at, at all, I think is wrong. As you noted, Mr. Speaker, this story and did not come from our network. As you also know, it is a subject of conversation on the campaign. I'm not, John, I get your point. I take your point. John, it was repeated by your network. You chose to start the debate with it. Don't try to blame somebody else. You, what you he says at the end, what he says at the end, I really, I'm so glad he said. The Listen story to this. is false. Every personal friend I have who knew us in that period says the story was false. We offered several of them to ABC to prove it was false. They weren't interested because they would like to attack any Republican. They're attacking the governor. They're attacking me. I'm sure they'll presently get around to, to the Senator Santorum and Congressman Paul. I am tired of the elite media right protecting here. Barack Obama by attacking Republicans. That's where I am so glad he said Did that. Did he say elite media? Elite media. What well, I'm really happy he said that, and I'll tell you why. Because a lot of uh, like nine, ninety-nine, uh, uh, like one percent, right? A lot of, a lot of politicians would have said, 
No, I don't care to answer that. It's not appropriate. Da 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 da, and stayed very political. Mm-hmm. And for the first time, I've seen, uh, especially a Republican, to come out with something so precise. Like it made me even think of the eighty. Uh, remember the Gulf War? Everyone was talking about those surgical airstrikes. Mm-hmm. Remember that? They were so precise and with almost like video games that could shoot a bomb into a bunker. I think he hit it right, right on, like right on the head on the nail. He specifically said. I'm sick and tired of the media um, um, protecting Barack Obama mm. by bashing the Republicans. It happens all the time. I see, I see it all the time, and it really frustrates me. I'm sure you see it, but you, you know, don't want to admit it. Hey, you know what, Jose? I agree with you about the whole bashing thing, but it's not a it's not a party to party thing. Okay, uh, it's it's the same. Uh, different administration is just a long term agenda. They change. You know, from Republican to Democrat. What I'm trying to say to you is this, is that I agree with you that it's trash talking sucks. It's ridiculous. It it takes us from the the real issues. But it's not a party thing. You have to get that through your mind because uh, and that's um, that's the consciousness that this whole uh, hold on a second. This whole political party uh, puts us on in a position where it separates us, where there's a. there is an actual 1% or elite that is actually making things happen. Because if you think about it, presidents can only be there at the most, what, <laughs> eight years? Okay. And just like, uh, uh, you know, but we have people in, in, in Congress that are there for way longer than that. Here's the deal. Okay, Here's So there's a long-term agenda being done by different faces and different parties in between. Here's the so, deal. And meanwhile, we're not aware of it because we're too busy arguing within the party. No, I'm here to so tell you because the party here's the deal. Here's the deal. I watch the news. I work in the news. I see it. OK. I, yeah, I know. And that's what I'm saying. You get out of the news, fool. It's, it's, Just dude, get out of that. Box, it pays babe. my bills, dude. I got to be in the well, news. No, I'm not saying. But what I'm saying is your thought, your consciousness used to jump out no, of there. No, because you know, if what, you think about it, one has if to you think about it. The, the real same standards that you hold, the, the same standards that you hold. Your elect, you should hold your elected officials. You should also hold, and I feel a real burden on that. You should also hold your news organizations. If they're going to be, if they're going to be railing on someone, they sh- it should be equal. It should be equal. But there's only so many seconds. Or how much is a typical story on the news? How much time? Ninety seconds. Okay, so they have to cram it all in there, and of course they have to cover their ass because the the uh, there's only the the who pays the news is the networks, and who pays the networks, and who pays and, and who the networks pay. The politicians. Jimmy Espinosa just chimed in on Facebook. He goes, okay, the operative question is, which twin is chatting, Ronald Reagan or the Pachuco on acid? Right here, Holmes. <laughs> this is the Pachuco here, eh? That's uh, Jimmy Espinosa from The Midnighters, <laughs> Midnighters, the legendary rock band, The, Mid- the Midnighters. Uh, anyway, so let's move on because obviously you don't want to admit no, that there's a, a bias in the there's news. A, there's a bias. There's a bias. There is but, a bias in the news, the, bro. There's indeed, a bias. There is indeed. Listen, uh, Jackie, do you remember a couple of years ago? But when we a, don't have to be prey to it is what I'm saying. No, know? but we should. Why we are sh- we why, like the this kind of content that we're doing right here? We're doing the same kind of thing that that that's that's uh, we're feeding into it. No, you know we're what? Because no, it. because I'm I'm calling them to task. I'm saying stop that uh, crap. Just because you sound really good doesn't mean that we're not perpetuating it. Everyone has a good. It doesn't argument. matter. Everyone so what does. do we do? Just kick back. Relax no, and have a beer? It. No, we're not going to. Yeah. And then let that so shit go mess. in hell in a handbasket? No. 
No, no. I, not, not exactly. Especially when it comes to the elite media, and I know this because I talk to a lot of my colleagues, and I respect and love them all, but you know what? A lot of them feel a... I they say, you, Colleen they, Williams, let you're me the finish. best, eh? Let me finish. <laughs> a lot of them say that they feel that you know we have a responsibility as a media to the people. F that. I don't believe okay. the only responsibility we have. Let me finish. No. The, can I finish my no. thought? <laughs> the reason why that's wrong is because we're supposed to be objective as media. Mm-hmm. If we immediately say we have a responsibility to someone, then we're biased. So our, our, our only responsibility is to be to report the story as objective and unbiased as no. humanly possible. As, 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 as interesting as you could put it, what, what's going to get the ratings and all that kind of stuff? Well, whatever, dude. See, that, that you know, whatever. Dude. Move on. Jackie's ready. That's why I love that scandal. It's so scandalous. It is. It's fantastic. Anyways, I'm glad that uh, uh, Newt spoke the way he did. I'm glad he responded. Um, okay, so moving on to this next story. Um, you know what, guys? I don't know if this makes me sad or if this makes me excited. All I know is that it proves that our asses will be larger by the end of 2012. Really? Because guess what? <laughs> Nothing wrong with a big ass. By the end of 2012? I'm pretty positive. Okay. Because well. um, Burger King, the number two burger chain in the country, will start a delivery service of their burgers, <laughs> fries, and other sandwiches. I think that's great. That's great. That'd How be scary, dude! That Burger King guy riding up in a moped—that <laughs> scared the shit out of me, eh? So they started Johnny. testing. They started testing the delivery system last fall in um, in the D.C. area, and now they've began expanding across the country. It's not going to be a whole like every single Burger King. Where did the they start? In the D.C. area. What? That, like, well, they have to have a demand for it, obviously. It so seems like they would do just, it. Just uh, I, I can you can guess where they're going to be at. Just look where all the bigger people are. <laughs> And that's what no, it's going to be deliver. college storms, college uh-huh. towns, because a lot of these college kids are cramming and they don't have cars or where they have bikes. They just order up. That's how Domino's Pizza got big. Well, there's going to be a two dollar service fee and there's a minimum. The minimum orders vary from eight to ten dollars and um, the delivery times are from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. So maybe you can order up all your stuff before you have a cram. I think that's fantastic. Overnight. Have it your way, you know, all the way to your house. <laughs> But it's like you, you know. I used to work at Burger King years ago. I started. You did? Yeah, I started my career in the uh, working world. You did at Burger King. He was a manager at Burger King really? for like three and, years. And did you hook it up with all the fries? You know he what? I always hooked it up. No, you know what? Only my he brother. used to go to. He used to go to work hungover all the time. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. Eh? I've never been hungover. That, I was still that buzzing. That one summer when all you had was one pair of shoes, which was your <laughs> manager shoes. He had a pair of Dockers, uh, a Burger King shirt. And some uh, rock ports, probably. But I used to party shoes. a lot. But it, that's all he did. He'd, he'd undress and throw on his his uh, his his shorts. My and rock port beach. shoes? But let me tell you. And I, we went to the Guns N' Roses concert, and you were barefoot, eh? That was awesome. But anyway. Not in the bathroom, eh? Ew. <laughs> it was a puddle like that, eh, in the bathroom? Ew. And I, see fuel, I didn't dude. go. I did not walk in, dude. Dude, Jose has, has <laughs> horrible stories, man. You wouldn't think with his whole, all his. Let me tell you something. I gotta give props. I got, Lenny's over there laughing. I gotta give props. <laughs> I gotta give props to Burger King working in the fast food world right out of high school. I learned a lot. I learned. I learned how to multitask. Are they learned, Republicans? Gave, conservative? It gave me a sense of urgency. It gave me a sense of urgency. Are they and the ones that told you about and, Bush? And <laughs> and the reason. And here's the deal. I was the I was my brother and I were very young looking. We were younger, mm-hmm. and uh, so I looked younger than my. And I was a young <laughs> you guys manager. Still look young. We look fantastic. Sorry. You look amazing. And we were and I was a young manager. Hey, you guys don't have to whisper. Over there. I can this never is drive, eh? Uh, they could talk, eh? Right, eh? 
Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so so uh, hold on. So uh, here's the deal. Jose's monopolizing over there. He's he's got he's got control issues. You probably, probably can I finish my it? sentence? Yeah. Put his mic up. He wants to say something. It's a, that one. It's that one. What are these two? Oh, you know what it is. I don't know. No, it's one of these, dude. Ladies right and there. gentlemen, this is Elvis right. from Warner Drive. Hello, 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 hello. Anyways, I worked at Burger King. I worked at Burger King. <laughs> and the reason why I enjoyed work, I mean, I appreciate it. It's because it taught me all these things. But I was a young manager. And I learned that um, I had to do things by the book. That's where I learned to be conservative. Uh-huh. One of the things. Here's the deal. Yeah, I didn't get. Okay. Look, look, at, sentence, look at man. Clever. You're putting too, do- too much ketchup on that shit. Okay, be conservative on that. <laughs> Here's right. the deal. I had listen. It's I was very young. I was very young looking, and I was already a young manager. So a lot of these ma- employees were older than they me. They used to hire and all I the cute never, chicks. I, I swear, dude. I had because I don't care I can, what you say, man. But you know what? Maybe you're monopolizing over here, man. But you know what? I have a lot of people listening from Burger King. Maybe you never know. I don't, I don't think. So. What happened to Jackie's microphone? Anyway, so here's the deal. Is that uh, why you would go visit him, Angel? Because he hired all the cute chicks. All the you know what? I never, <laughs> I never gave my brother he free food, me. by the way. So <laughs> yeah, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> I never gave free food. I was legit, dude. Here's the deal: the only way you could gain respect from these people that were older than you okay, is if you did, did things by the book. Mm. So I learned Burger King back and forth, inside and out, and I did everything by the book. Okay, and that's how I learned it, and that's okay. why that's that's the work ethic that I have learned, Jackie. Well, up. now they're going to start delivering, and they're going to have some friendly competition. Pizza giant Domino's Pizza, whose business is seventy percent, um, says they are watching with a smile, and they wish them lots of luck. Well, well you know what? Starbucks is starting to sell beer too, man. <laughs> they're going to start selling beer. I'm going to be there all the, the time, man. <laughs> I don't know I about drinking. Isn't that like kind of like a speedball? Seriously, within five minutes, it gets cold and then it's gross. Uh, it's not like pizza where it, you know it can stay warm. For but a it's bit. preserved, eh? They have special that's, packaging that's that they develop where everything's gonna stay warm and your fries won't get all soggy and stuff. So they have new special packaging for your deliveries. <laughs> so that's the, what they're. Because the guy in the moped is gonna have it under his armpits, eh? <laughs> don't worry about it, Candice. Oh, It'll God. be warm when you get Isn't it. Isn't that like a putting beer in? Caffeine together, isn't that like a speedball? <laughs> Something like that, huh? Yeah. yeah, that can be dangerous. Anyway, be so bad. what else you got going on at current events? <laughs> okay, guys, so this will be my last story of the night. Oh, gosh. This one I have issues with. Um, personally, <laughs> I, I'm kind of tired of people putting their lives play-by-play on Facebook. Like, they're talking about, like, oh, I went to the bus stop, and I missed my bus. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, I'm late to work. Well, no shit. I could have figured that out since you missed the bus. Who cares? I'm really tired of people putting their play-by-plays on Facebook. So um, this one just kind of reinforced that. So this guy, he accidentally shoot a nail into his brain. A nail into his brain. Yep, and he posted it on Facebook when he was in the ambulance. What an idiot. Do you believe that? You have have the picture so we can post it on our Facebook? Yeah, I do have (laughs) it. I was biting my nails on Facebook. (laughs) Can you believe it? So he was he was building a shed, uh-huh. and um, he hit an area where he actually didn't realize <laughs> that he had injured himself. Warner Drive is so looking at at her, at her computer to get. <laughs> They're all. I had to try that. That's the X-ray photo right there. He actually didn't realize that he had shot himself in the head. Okay, so you got to post it. He. Uh, <laughs> He um, went to the hospital. His partner actually just cleaned up the area, and then the next morning he woke up nauseated, and they went to the hospital. And the doctor took this x-ray photo of him and said, you need to go have surgery ASAP. 
And so on his way to the hospital to have surgery, he post- took a picture of the x-ray and posted it on Facebook. Okay, so listen, I typically don't take photos of stuff that are just boring shit and post it on Facebook. But that that's worthy of a Facebook post. It's worthy of it. Like you I'm not going to go. That's a post in, in his head. head. <laughs> Listen, you're on your way to surgery totally, to remove it. Totally. And you're like, oh my gosh, dude, I still have to post this on Facebook. <laughs> totally. <laughs> come on. Totally. Oh come on. You, okay. Haven't you seen girls with their posts of like, oh look at my new purse. Oh my god, I gotta buy these shoes. Okay, but or take a picture of another woman head. who's got a, cre- a dress that you want. Look at that bitch. She looks better than me in that in that dress. That's such a cat. Man, do shit like that, dude. Don't diss on man, it's man. So, it's so true. It is. That is true, Jackie. Jackie, okay, the little okay. kids, when the we're little shoes. kids, hey, check out my scar, eh? I'm going to go to your Facebook I, right I now and see what you've posted, Jackie, and uh, and see if you posted anything that's innocuous and boring. What? Innocuous? Oops, wrong Jackie. I don't post. What does water have to do with this? Maybe every so often I put something lame, but I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm like gonna, a play-by-play, which includes... An injury to my brain. He's talking about water. He's talking about your brain. I, I just like the post of you in the shower that you put there. Okay, here's one. Okay, when what's that picture? Drop that what's photo? that picture of shoes? Okay, I'm going to share it on our Facebook right now. What shoe picture? A picture on Jackie's wall. On Jackie's wall. I don't know which one you're talking about. Can you get me? Okay, I'm so posting it right now on our Facebook wall, and it's a picture of somebody's feet. Okay. What does that have to do with the innocuous uh, what? nail? The point is, the, that is, okay, everyone has a pair of shoes. How do we go to shoes from a guy's head with a nail? My, yeah, my, that's different. That was underwater. My point is, that's worthy of a post because it's a freaking amazing thing. It doesn't happen every day. But Jackie, don't you put on a pair of shoes every day and walk? Why did you post that? I don't know which one you're talking <laughs> about. It's on our wall now. Look at it. Why did you post that? Okay, because they're nice shoes, huh? Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to give us a call and tell us uh, your frustration (laughs) on those kind of posts, I'll 626-275-TWIN. Okay, I have this thing where I like to take pictures of my feet in different new adventures. I've taken pictures of a new place that I've gone (laughs) to, and that particular picture was the first time I went ice skating. Yeah, but but I don't see that. I see shoes. You you should have taken a... Why did you take a picture of the rink? Take a picture of the rink. No, because it's me. On the ice. Mija. Then have someone take Why a picture you? of you on the rink. No. Hey, hold on a second. Why don't you kick Jose's ass and take a picture of your feet in that adventure? How's that? <laughs> oh my gosh, my feet should be on his face, uh-huh. and then we could take. I'll a take picture the picture. Of it. That'd Mija. be so cool, Jose. Let's do that. I get I'll, nothing but love I mean, here. <laughs> I'll hold him, okay. babe. Whatever turns you on. <laughs> if that's what you're into, babe, that's bring out the ice skates. As long as it's, it's innocuous, bring out the ice skates. I'll bring the cuffs. We'll have a lot of fun. <laughs> And we'll do it underwater. That's what that picture was about. My first like, time ice skating. Okay, but I can't tell they're ice skates. I can't well, tell. They look like shoes and pants. So if you got a nail in your head, that's worthy of a post, especially if you are able to take the picture and post. Man, you're a stud. You no, if you got... He was going to die in surgery five minutes later. I mean, at he least got a we picture. all got to see it. Huh. The, reason and the, uh, the reason why, yes. Got to see it. When you get a nail in your head, bro... Walk by a metal detector <laughs> before ding, 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 ding. to set it off. Did you think they'll find that <laughs> shit? <laughs> well, after his surgery, he was joking that he needs to get Discovery Channel up there. To That's what Newt Gingrich should have told that lady that was talking shit. <laughs> Bitch, I got a nail in my head. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I, what? And I didn't know. 
I forgot. Leg. What? <laughs> you what? got a nail in your leg? I got a pin. You really? know, like a metal pin. Did you break your leg or something? Well, it was from a, a college injury. This is Elvis. I, w- I, w- I was doing the Karma Sutra with the dean's girlfriend. I was trying <laughs> nice. to get a new position. I broke my, it was just a femur chromatobe or something here. Wow! <laughs> and then you, you should have taken a picture of that Kama Sutra and posted it. <laughs> yeah, well, this was a, this was a while. Like Facebook wasn't around back then. No, uh, otherwise oh. I would have, dude. I totally posted it. Beepers, <laughs> it was a beeper. You should have beeped it, eh? <laughs> anyway, I could probably find that X-ray though. <laughs> right on. Find that X-ray and post it on our Facebook. <laughs> totally. Anyway, so okay. So there you go. That's the guy from Illinois. And he was from Illinois. He claims he's a medical miracle. A medical miracle. Did he? So did he survive and everything? Yeah, he's fine. He's totally fine. Wait, but how did he not know there's a nail? I mean, I just saw because that picture. There's a nail in the middle of his brain. Because how the skull protected it from actually going any further into a sensory area where he would actually feel it. So it was just it was just in that one particular spot where he couldn't feel it. If he would have gone any further, then he would have felt the pain. It was a part of the brain where, you know, he burned all the brain cells from his Probably. drinking or something, you know? Probably. That's real stupid. There you go. <laughs> Back end of a hammer and wedge it out and charge the insurance company $30,000. <laughs> Sweet. It was a Stanley Hammer, Holmes. <laughs> so, those are my stories for the night, guys. Anyway, right, that, that's, that's good, Jackie, ladies and gentlemen. Jackie Casas. That was pretty wacky, baby. Very good, Jackie. Before I go, I just want to give a really, really quick shout out to my friends, Orlando and Miguel. They are my lovely friends from middle school, and I just want to give them a shout out tonight that what, they're listening. What's their names? Orlando and Miguel. Yeah, Orlando, they're your friends? Yes. Who names their kid Orlando, dude? A That's sad, friend. dude. Somebody from Florida. <laughs> it's like it's Flor- Floridian. <laughs> no, you're right, Orlando. I, I imagine uh, a silk shirt with a big lapel and, 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 yeah, and, and hair sticking out. Hair sticking out and, and, and uh, gold chains. And I knocked it's two times. not time. him at all. No. <laughs> hey, Orlando, you're probably a cool guy, but I'm sorry, man. But shave your, shave your chest. Don't. Button your shirt, please. And you know what? Polyester went out 30 years ago, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other guy's name? Miguel. Miguel. Okay, that's cool. Miguel. Miguel. Miguel, cool. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, you know, thanks so very, thanks again, uh, Jackie Casas. Thanks for coming in, even though you're Thank sick. You. Hope you, you feel better. Me. Do you have the 3 a.m. shift tomorrow morning? Uh, yes, sucks. Sir. Sucks to be you, my dear. I know. I know. Thanks for coming right. in, me, huh? And that's even Jackie. Even though you're sick and todo, you know. And that's Jackie yeah, Casas. Thanks. Yeah. Shoo. What are we going on now, bro? Uh, well, you know, as you know, the uh, the uh, label GMO California Initiative will be uh, is a big deal this year here in California, but all over the world, uh, genetically modified foods are uh, are becoming kind of an issue. So I figured uh, we we give uh, Pam Larry a call. She's a Calif- she initiated this California Initiative to label GMO GMO foods. And she's the creator of labelgmos.org. Pam, Larry, are you there? I am here. Hi, how's it going? Hey, Larry, hey, hey, Pam. This is Jose from Twin Talk, and my brother Angel's here. Thanks again for listening to us. I mean, uh, calling in or listening. I hope. And uh, <laughs> for those people who haven't heard, and I'm not that they don't know, but what are GMOs again? They're genetically engineered foods, and that's when they take the DNA or the RNA out of one plant, animal, species, or whatever, and insert it into another one in a laboratory. It's nothing that can happen in nature. So, for instance, you'd have a fish uh, DNA something put into a tomato. You know what I find is interesting. Like that. You know what I find was interesting uh, about GM, uh, the people that are behind the the push for GMO and 
uh, labeling and against GMO. A lot of those people are the same people that sit around in a, drug, uh, in a, in a drum circle and genetically modify their pot, dude. <laughs> they do. They make hybrid pot pads. They're the same people, bro. The dude. same people. They are. Go, I'm sorry, but go, go ahead, bro. Not the same thing. Not the same thing. Not a hybrid. Come on now. And, uh, and so, um, uh, Pam... Uh, I brought you on so that you can let our people know because uh, uh, previously you let us, uh, you gave you gave our listeners uh, information on what it's all about. But uh, tell them what we can do and, and why. I mean, what? Well, let me let me go back a step. What has happened since we last talked? Um, you know. Oh my goodness, tons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> go for it. So just just to okay, just to go quickly. Um, just last week, AB88, which was the labeling genetically engineered fish uh, bill to the legislature in our state assembly, didn't get out of committee. So it died. So we lost another one there. Uh-huh. Um, over in Europe, BASF, one of the largest genetically engineering companies, has been uh, decided to shut down in Germany because nobody will uh, accept their products and they're, they're uh, closing shop. But they're moving here to the United States, to one of the Carolinas. And so so I, I think that's a good indication that, you know, if we the people rise up, they will go away. So obviously um, around the world, people are seeing the seriousness or, or possible implications of this and standing up. And that's what basically yeah. what we're calling for people here in California as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's what we're doing. We're doing an initiative which is different than legislation. Legislation happens in Sacramento. Initiatives are from the people. The people decide they want a law written. They write it. They get out there, they get the signatures, they get it on the ballot, and they vote, and they get it into law. Is it that so that's easy? Is what it, we're doing. Is it that easy? Is it really that easy? Well, those are the steps. Those are the steps. So the steps are easy, but it's very complicated. And, and it, <laughs> Within that, yeah. I, I have been reading about uh, in Europe and things like that that they're really booting out these uh, GMO companies or, or companies that are, um, are modifying foods, but... It seems to me like there's re- more resistance or it's a little more difficult in the United States. Uh, why is that? Because there's something called the revolving door policy where all the different companies mm-hmm. that make this stuff have their former employees go work at the FDA and the USDA. Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, they're basically in the government doing stuff for themselves. You know, they're not pay- taking care of the people. They're taking care of their profit margin and they're doing it at the expense of our knowledge of what we're eating. And so we want choice in what we're eating. We want to be able to know where those things are. And if we're fine with them, then we can eat them. I would think that if they think they're so great, they should label them. And, and if we don't want to eat them, then we'll know. And Pam, well, that's what and that's what the initiative is all about. Why don't you tell, I'm sure our listeners are very, uh, uh, um, probably want more information, uh, where they could get that information, and what they can do to pass this initiative in California to kind of send a trend in the U.S.? You bet. So they go to labelgmos.org. That's the website for the original grassroots campaign. That's us. That's the thing I started, and that's what's grown around the state. They can help us gather signatures. We're going to be gathering 850,000 signatures between the middle of February and the middle of April. We can do it, but we need everybody on deck. So labelgmos.org. Click on volunteer and join us. We'll hook you up with your local group. Okay, uh, Pam, thank you for calling. um, And keep us posted, okay? I will. You bet. Thanks for having me on. Pam Pam Larry in the house. Thank you, Pam. Keep keep on, gentlemen. Keep on. Bye. (laughs)
And uh, I've already taken the training myself. Uh, starting next month, I will be gathering signatures. So anybody out there want to know any information, you're, I'll shoot it out to you. You're just getting political, bro? You're getting political? That's so unlike you, man. Well, you know what? There's a difference between this and voting for some schmuck in the White House. But, you know, sometimes There's those schmucks. There's a difference there. But sometimes it's those schmucks. At a local level, uh, power to the people there. And that's how we can uh, really But the power is the with people the people. There. you got to, listen, if you want to occupy, occupy the I'm ballot gonna, booth. I'm not going to. I'll vote, get the schmucks out that you don't like. I'm not going to occupy some uh, conversation. You know that what? Put, makes it There's circular. people out there that might have that might push for those GMO labeling, and you don't vote them in because you don't you don't you don't participate in that. I, I don't know. I don't trust any of them. You know what? And then then you vote them out. We we uh, if there's that much apathy, passed, if there's that much apathy, then we, it's going to keep on going. You keep we, talking about perpetuating no, it's it. Money. You're going to perpetuate you it by by, you by your apathy. It. You affected it by money. Apathy, if baby. We get the labels on there. We make the people aware of the of the implications of genetically modified. But the labels still need to be and and, and guess and, who puts guess who makes the laws. Guess who makes the law? Those schmucks in the legislative yeah, but, off, but uh, if there's enough house. people out there. You know, it's still those schmucks. I still don't trust you, them. You, you know what? I don't care what then how could you trust them to do that? Even though, even though you pass, you know, fill out a petition, uh, how could you trust it to even get do it, what you want to do if you're not voting for the people that you want in office, dude? You have to participate no. in the democratic system. I for am, it to but work. not in that way. Work the system, I'm bro. Not, I'm not going to vote work for any Work the president. system. Don't buck the system. It ain't going to work for you if you and don't work occupy it. occupy if you have to. Shit. But anyways, talk about GMO and organic foods, and we got to move on because we got an awesome guest standing around here being very, very patient with us. Um, um, I recently purchased some organic uh, apple juice, okay? Uh-huh. And um, I, you know, I was very uh, loyal to my apple juice for many, many years. And this year, this year I decided to try the organic, some brand. I forgot the name of the brand. Now, it comes in a big glass jug, and it's not even clear. It's like kind of creamy looking it's got chunks of apple in it uh-huh. and i was kind of wary of tasting it because it kind of looked not normal but if you think about it if you're going to grind an apple that's what it's going to look like dude it was good right it was like biting into a freaking apple I it was know. delicious dude. make your own at home eh? freaking delicious i don't Just have an drop apple it tree. in a juicer dude but dude it was awesome awesome anyway that's go organic and buy local man yeah and you know what you know, participate in a dem- democracy. And, De- participate. And boycott, and boycott that Stop delivery compla- guy from Burger King. Stop complaining about the system and participate I'm in complaining. it. Participate. For I am, goodness Holmes. Sake. I am, Holmes. Participate. Anyways, we, we got to go. And uh, when we come back. Uh, now we're going to go into our musical break. But when we come back, we're going to have Warner Drive. And uh, here it is. It's uh, a song by War- Warner Drive. And it's Faking Smiles, right, bro? Yep. Tuesday is Twins Day. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m.
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. All right, Faking Smiles. By that was dope, dude. They played that song over Drive. at uh, that was uh, by Warner Drive. They played that song over at the Rock for the Cure. I'm sure and they we play it. I'm sure they play it over and I over. Know, but other places, I know, when right? I saw it live, eh? I saw you guys. You know what, Johnny? I saw my kids are always talking about you when you when you spit up in the air and you catch it in your palm <laughs> and wipe the side of your head. Ladies and gentlemen, you. Warner Drive Warner in Dio Luis's garage. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Now check it out, Mike. We went to see you for the first time over, uh, you guys, uh, over at the uh, House of Blues on Sunset Boulevard. Oh, yeah. And uh, that time I happened to go with my my kids, they're rockers as well. And every time I told them, "Hey, Warner Drive is going to be in Theo Luis's garage," and they're like, "Hey, isn't that Vato who spit up in the air eh, and caught it?" <laughs> you were like that, eh? Sometimes it lands on my head. <laughs> Sometimes he just spits on me. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, so guys, introduce yourselves here from my left to right, please, so that people can hear your voice and know who's talking. This doesn't even sound like me because I'm sick, but it's uh, Johnny Law, singer. This is Candace, and I'm also sick. Ciao, baby. Yeah. It's because we've been making out. <laughs> yeah, they have. Not with each other, with other people. <laughs> <laughs> and? Oh, I'm Johnny U. What's up, Johnny? Ow. I am feeling good today, and I'm Ryan. Ryan. This is Elvis out at the uh, holding down the bookend. And, <laughs> and he's on with the pin in his, so, so in his femur. Yes, I have a pin in my femur. So Johnny, you and 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 uh, Ryan and Elvis are all on the way on one side, while Candace and Johnny Law on the other side because they're sick. We're lepers. <laughs> we're far away. We're lepers. It's like that movie Contagion. We have them like isolated in an isolation booth. Hey, well, you know what? Um, you guys have been uh, noted as being the most relentless touring act. That's awesome. About two hundred to two hundred fifty, three hundred shows yeah. in the last a year. That's amazing. How do you guys do that? I, I mean, a lot of cocaine. <laughs> no, yeah, a lot of driving. You know. <laughs> yeah, a lot of playing. Well, the last time we saw you was over at that Rock for the Cure, and you had a pretty plush. Not you know, not the best, but not bad uh, touring van there. Little RV there. That was my second show with the band. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Since then, we've done probably like. 75 or 80. Yeah. 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 And that was what, that was last week? That, that was a really good night. Uh, uh, is this microphone on? Can you hear this? I was coming back to hang out with you guys, and I was like, all right. All right on. My two favorite Mexican brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a Twiniverse, man. Yeah. So, so uh, okay, you tour. And like uh, we were just talking, my brother says that we heard that track. Uh, I went live before. You guys, uh, I'm sure you get asked this question a lot. When you play a track like that, 200 shows plus. What do you do? What do you do to change it up or make it? Do you do anything to make it fresh, or you just stay true to it? You know, what makes it fresh is <clears throat> the people who dig it. You know, I mean, it, it does get monotonous at times, but you know, uh, it it never gets old having people react to it. That's for sure. You know, yeah, plan never gets old, man. Really? What song it is? The players may. <laughs> <laughs> you see that picture of <laughs> Steven Tyler? I, I'd like to talk about the little I use moisturizer. <laughs> so uh, Warner Drive. I think when I first heard your name, I thought it's an awesome name because to me it evokes images of of seventies uh, muscle cars yeah. and, and fast and shit like that. Who came up with that name? It's uh, it's a street I used to live on. No, that's cool. I grew up uh, 
I grew up on Warner Drive. Uh, learned how to play my instrument with uh, my three best. Okay, friends. don't get too personal now. <laughs> I don't want to hear when you played your instrument. <laughs> hey, we're, skin flute. And with who? <laughs> no, oh God, that story no, that again. That's a different name. <laughs> and where, where where's Warner Drive at? It's down in L.A. off of uh, in the Miracle Mile. Mm. But uh, okay. my three best friends and I, we all just you know started jamming in my dad's garage after my dad passed away. Mm-hmm. We changed the name of the band from, we were called Fully Loaded at the time. We changed it to Warner Drive kind of in honor of my dad because that was our roots. Well, that's really cool. I think it's a great name. Um, we go back to street names because, you know, you know how to come up with your porn name, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Indeed. like, Candace has oh, got mine, a great one. Mine, Candace has got a good mine's one. Mine's Puff Chestnut. You already know what it is. That's pretty good. How about yours, John? I'm uh, Zach Warner. I like that. That's pretty good. You sound like a director. It's kind of sophisticated. Mittens Michaels. Mittens Michaels. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm Petey Orchard. <laughs> nice. Orchard? Elvis? I'm James Clarion. Okay, that's all right, yeah, I guess. That's way too retarded. James Clarion? Blackie Bleaker. Yeah. I like Blackie that. Bleaker. That's pretty good, that's huh? Good. That's yeah, good. that's what the girls call me, too. I'm I'm stoned. How's that? <laughs> so we, That's great. I'm, I'm high as a giraffe's vagina right now, actually. <laughs> So, um, how many MM baby? <laughs> Tell us about your, your published tracks. How much how much music you have uh, available to um, for purchase? There's two albums available um, on you know iTunes, Amazon, wherever you look at or our website. Some stores around CD the country. <laughs> but um, yeah, two albums available. We're, uh, we're finishing up a third right now. Right on. Tell us about it. Um, we're finishing up a third. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a surprise, y'all. <laughs> So, um, okay, play House of Blues, play Key Club, play all the big places in town here that we know about because we frequent them. But, you know, tell us about what, you know, what are your, some of your favorites, because I know you've been touring cross country. I think each of us have a different favorite. I know my personal favorite place to play in the country is uh, the Dive, uh, no, the uh, Double Down Saloon in, uh, in Vegas. Oh. It's just a small, crappy little punk rock bar with no stage, nice. no PA. You just got to bring all your stuff. You play on the floor, mosh pits break out, fall into the band equipment. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's, bacon martini. Yeah. That'll mess your that's world. That's my oh, place. They made, me, they made me drink a bacon martini as my band Smash juice. You know the best uh, story? You want to hear a great road uh, story? Let's yeah. hear it. Not, not to throw Candace out of the bus. But oh, you, you guys always wait, do. Wait, let me just say that everything they say about me is not true. Thank you. Go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's all true. true. It's all true. See, so she doesn't drink so much on the road. You know, she has to keep an eye out for us. So she, you know, it's nice. But every now and then she gets drunk. She'll have four shots. And every time as she, we're holding her hair, four she's shots. puking. She always says, I've been drugged. <laughs> I've been I've been roofied. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> paranoid. Come on, guys. Protect her. But back to the question. We all have our favorite yeah. um, For me, I yeah. think it's, it's a tie between Boise and Denver now. Um, I love Denver, uh, dude. We just played. We just, just played, played Denver. Denver. We just played the night. Gothic Theater on Friday night. Nice. I, I think that's why we're sick. We got sick on the airplane. Or, I, well, Johnny got sick from making out with a bunch of people. All right. Uh, show of hands. Who's in the Mile High Club? Mile, Mile High, High Club? Club. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Elvis. All right, Elvis okay. and Johnny. Okay. The bathrooms are so small. I don't know how it's possible. <laughs> yeah, really. Bathroom shit. Overhead bins, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, so why, so why so many shows? I mean. You know, I mean, I know that's what a rock band does, but in such a short time, you know? Do. Get the music to well, the this people. is what it comes down to. You know, if, if you 
most bands aren't willing to do what we do, uh-huh. you know? And, and I think the coolest thing about being in this band, for me anyway, is the willingness. First, I just want to say my favorite venue to play sure. uh, is probably the Knitting Factory in Boise, Idaho. Ah. I, I'm a huge fan of Boise and, and that. But continuing with what I was I saying. I like Idaho, too. Shout out to Boise, Idaho. Oh, Boise. I, I dig Idaho. Sam Point, Idaho. Coeur d'Alene, yeah. Idaho. You don't, when we first started Potatoes. doing this thing, we started just doing it on the regional, you know, on the West Coast. Sure. And uh-huh. we branched out to the, you know, halfway and then all the way. But if you don't do it, then people aren't going to know about it. And a lot of bands, you know, think that they just get like this record deal and they sure. do this and they do that and, and that, you know, it just happens. But in reality, you got to go out and build a fan base. And in today's world of music, if you want to get to that next level, you almost got to prove it ahead of time that it's worth it. So therefore, us doing what we do, 250 shows a year. I mean, we've been doing this for three years and we've built fan bases. I mean, it's happened. And, and, it's, uh, it's, and it shows. It shows you've you got uh, over 10,000 uh, copy sold of your, oh, the first record. Of the first record, second yeah. one's selling really well too. And, and so, what do you do? You go to a up. concert and headlock them and say, "Buy my record." <laughs> Fuck yeah! yeah. Oh, Elbows and, and knives involved. Sometimes, sometimes they say, uh, "Candace will show you her chest." <laughs> She'll show you her left boob. <laughs> but boob. it never happens. But they, left they boob go if you for buy it one, anyway, and then right it's on boob the CD. and both boobs if you buy both. Candace will take a shot if you yeah. buy one. <laughs> I'll let you roofie me by CD. But you know, my brother brings up a good point because we. We, we live in an era now where, where um, um, I mean, I, example, I was driving with my kid to Vegas and I have a portable Wi-Fi and we were driving and she heard a track on the radio that I was listening to. She liked it so much on her iPod, she downloaded it instantly. So yeah. yet you guys are still sort of doing it the old school way. Well, yeah, you know, it's actually gone full circle because if you think back to like the 60s and stuff, early Grass on roots. in the music industry, that's what they used to sell as singles. I mean, all I want to say is our success this year is going to be because of the year of the dragon. Just hey, there you go. <laughs> it is the year of the dragon. I don't know what that means, man. <laughs> yeah, cheers to that, eh? <laughs> no, I mean, but no, you know, I mean, it, it, in some ways that helps, in some ways that hurts. But I think inevitably if people want music, you know, they're going to buy it. And I think, you know, when you tour, people buy CDs at shows because they want to, you know, it's an experience. They've seen the show. They want to hear the music. And, it, you know. I, I think that helps, you know, with today's age where people not buying music the way they used to. Touring is such an essential part of this. And, and that's where, you know, that's where we make our living. That's where we make our bread and butter. Uh-huh. I mean, when it comes down to it. I want to know what what are your influences? I know it's like a cliche, but I'm curious. eh? What do you listen to? What's in your CD player? Billy right Talent's now? been my favorite band now for like the last year. Oh, really? And, and that started yeah, in the band. Johnny us, Law turned yeah. me on to that for a long time there. For, there was a good year period that the only thing spinning in the van while driving was Billy Good Talent time. 1, 2, or 3. Yeah. Uh, wow. It was awesome. I miss those days. Hey, hey Elvis. Is it <laughs> the sideburns? Is it the sideburns? <laughs> is there something else that we need to know that why Elvis? It's the chops. <laughs> yeah, right it's on. the chops. It's chops. Yeah. Okay, cool. So hey, you, you just got you know blue suede shoes somewhere? No blue, blue suede shoes. <laughs> Although you know, if I could afford them, I would. <laughs> right but you know, lots so, of money at the titty bar. My so. brother mentioned that you guys mentioned you know you sold that so many copies of your first album, and it was produced by Clink, who's everyone knows. You Mind know. you, that's all by ourselves without a record label. That's why I wanted to ask you yeah. independently. I mean, again, you didn't literally put people in headlocks, yeah. but it was it's because it's a good album. Yeah, we literally did, though. <laughs> no, we're very, we're very proud of it. And you say you're going on your third, second or third album. We're on our third album right and, now. And, and, and you care to uh, talk about it a little bit? Come on, I'm trying to get something out of it for these people. We want to give well, people something fresh. It's, it's, it's actually a two-part thing. You know, KGO was the first part of a two-part album. Um, Which I was released this year. Yeah. In, in 2011, KGO. Yeah, we wanted to release two albums within a year. Um, okay. 
we don't feel like people have the attention span anymore because uh-huh. this is this era where people are listening to singles. We don't feel like people have the attention span uh-huh. for a 12, 14 song record anymore. Yeah. So we wanted to break it up to seven and seven. Um, but in the process, That's since cool. then, you know, we've written more songs too. So I mean, our f- yeah, we got material for f- record four and five at this point. Wow. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, it's the second half of KGO and. Uh, that's a lot of touring. It's a lot of touring. You got if you're touring that much for your <laughs> first two uh, albums, and and you got four and five coming up, yeah, pretty much. Something we're never coming. I don't think home. any of us are going to stop touring for quite a while. I, I think that's kind of like how we're 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 made to be, and I guess we're kind of stuck in it at this point because we've invested so much work that like it's actually become fun because the shows are actually getting bigger and bigger every time. And so. We miss cool. We itch to be on tour. I'm we've been home for two months. Yeah. Wow. That's that. why you're sick. Yeah. Exactly why we're saying. You know, one outs and stuff. Listening to Faking Smiles um, and listening to your other stuff, it, it sounds a little bit more on the uh, on the sort of traditional mainstream. You know, with the solo in its place and everything. Is that a direction, or is that just uh, you know? Yeah, it's definitely a direction. Definitely, um, the guitar solo has been phased out in modern music. Uh-huh. I think that's bullshit. I agree, man. Big time. <laughs> Big so do time. I. Says the guitar player. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta tell His you, his favorite venue is in Pittsburgh. Mr. Small <laughs> right on. I love Pittsburgh. Just adding that. But Allegheny County, bro. That's it's, where I'm from. It's definitely part of a formula, you know. Definitely in a direction. Definitely. Well, uh, the thing I say, I, I've taught my daughters. They're they're 17 and 20 now. 21. Well, since they were little, it's like listen to the song, and I always said, listen, here comes the solo, yeah. because the song has a beginning, a middle, and an end. I think the solo is sort of yeah, like the 21 year old kid. I'm just yeah. looking at you, going, he said that, didn't he? Fantastic. I can't you look good. Thank you, you very good. much. It's the beans and jalapenos. <laughs> but did we get Elvis's favorite uh, venue? Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and just say the Firebird in St. Louis. Ooh, another two Midwesterns over there digging That's the right. Midwest. So um, who's producing your new album? Us. <laughs> wow. Is that a first? Um, no, I, you know, pretty much did the – I did KGO as well. Um, you know, when uh, – when we did the record with Mike, Mike, uh, my dad was was uh, sick at the time with leukemia, mm-hmm. and uh, the studio sessions became more like therapy sessions. Mike became really close and became very much of a mentor with for me with in, with regards to production and putting albums together. He was, you know, uh, very influential in me taking initiative and building a studio at my place so that we could do this stuff on our own. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it's cool. You know, we're, we're we are a DIY band. You know, and uh, it, What's that, eh? Anybody. Do your own thing, bro. Yeah. Do it yourself. Oh, I just know B-Y-O-B. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's but awesome. We are in every sense of the word. So, you know, if we can... Uh, it's all paying off these yeah. days, though. I mean, the band's definitely got a lot of great things going on, and, uh-huh. and, and 2012's like, already been exciting, and, and it's just going to get more exciting. Ta- talk about some of that. What do you got planned for 2012? Well, we've pawned Candace off for a couple of porn movies. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to go there uh, at some point. Know. At least Five now I know. or six of them. Now you can start making real money. Ten. Yeah, right? No, we're actually in negotiations with the label at the moment. So, awesome. you know, we're hoping that that pans out the way we want. And, uh, you know, all that's leading to other great things that are going on. The Music. buzz. You know, the coolest thing about all this touring is we had this guy who was helping us out. He once said to us, he goes, you know, things are just going to happen. You're not even going to realize they're happening. And like I said, we've been home for two months. And now that we've been home for two months, we've actually seen all, of, you know, all the, of that work pay off. Like, all uh, of a sudden, it's like, oh, wow. Like, look at that. Like, that. It's working. You're on Twin Talk with Jose, yeah. yeah. Heck, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You're going Twin Talk. <laughs> around yeah. the Straight world. Yeah. We hear more than anything else, and Candace and I, I think, we talk about it all the time, but people will come up to us and be like, man, we haven't seen you guys since you blew up. Uh-huh. And we're like, we, we blew, blew up? up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have indeed. And now, who who are the main singers? You're uh, uh, 
front man. Right. Front man. Johnny Law. But you have some backup singer, also singers. Yeah, Candace harmonizes most of the set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan's out there, too. Yeah. On, on one end. They've uh, taken my microphone away. Yes. Can I tell you? I, I, and Elvis I, I just gotta, looks good with those chops over there. Yeah. I got to interject. You got a good looking bass player. I gotta, you do. You do. Before, it's essential. <laughs> before I forget, I really enjoyed your track, uh, Scarecrow, when I saw you guys play it live. Tell me about that. That's, uh, you know, I'm obsessed with that movie. I love it. Um, the Wizard of Oz. The Wizard, the Wizard of Oz. Of Oz. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's so many backstories to it. And there was there's just such an interesting, compelling backstory uh-huh. about the Scarecrow. And I imagine the Scarecrow being, you know, left by Dorothy. He turns into a drunken drug addict. <laughs> He's miserable. And there's just a big backstory about how Dorothy left him and uh, how much he hates her and all the things they went through. And, bitch. You know, like there's a line in it, you know. You know, Michael a, Jackson played the Scarecrow in The Wiz. I do, I do, I do. But yeah, you know, I take lots of movies from uh, lots of lines from the movie and stuff. And, you know uh, what I want to know? How did this? How did you get a chick in the band? Eh? That's <laughs> They're pretty very lucky. Th- a hot chick too. I, I wanted say. a chick in the band. For I'm gonna, a really I'm gonna give one time. motion. This is how we got her in the band, right here. <laughs> it, okay? it, you know, it, he's motioning to his thigh. The coolest low thing is in his thigh. About that story is the night that me and Johnny went out to see Candace playing with another band. Uh-huh. So it wasn't like we were able to disguise. So what you we gave were her two, sh- four shots. No, I'll <laughs> tell you what happened. Johnny and I are both Jewish, and we laid on that Jewish guilt. We, <laughs> That's we, what said, we said, "Listen, Candace, whether you play in our band or not, you're don't damned play to- in this band that yeah. you're playing in. You're damned to hell." <laughs> no, we we totally did it. And but what, what was funny about it was. No disrespect to her old band, but there was nobody there. It was not there. my band. I was just <laughs> there's playing nobody guitar there, in that band. But there's these two Thank dudes you. just sitting in the front row in uh-huh. front of Candace <laughs> just watching her play. Drooling. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really obvious what happened. This is what I – you know, Johnny Law, I have a question for you yeah. regarding this. So I thought one of the coolest things I saw that – Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. Uh, it's your show now. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Well, no, no, no. This has to do with Candace and the night we went to go see her. One of the coolest things I saw that night was she was rocking out so hard she made herself bleed with her hand. Really? Her hand was oh, gushing hand. blood. And I was like, Johnny Law, we got to get this chick. She's hot. She's <laughs> badass. And her Rocks. hand's bleeding. Uh-huh. It's been three years later. I've never no once no seen blood. that hand bleed. <laughs> That's not true. Seen? But You know what but, I have seen? I have seen her yawn on stage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple times. See, and here we go. And it hey, begins. But, but you jam on stage, baby, and you're hot. Thank you. She is hot. i got to tell you, i got a picture of you and I on stage. Do you remember that? She had four shots. She had four shots already. Yeah, I already had four. Was, I was roofied. I don't remember. That's Candace's favorite drink, the roofie colada. <laughs> so hey, let's let's share some music. What do we got coming next? Well, first, before we share that music, let's let's talk about this album, um, uh, OKKGO, OK which was the, your most recent. Yeah, release. cool name for that that album. Yeah. What, what's up? Talk about that song. Well, the song, uh, the song came and our and, uh, album, and it's talking to the microphone. We got tell we, the whole story. We got Radio Shack mics. You really got to talk into them. <laughs> All right, we uh, we canceled the tour. I'll leave the details out why. Um, but we came home. I didn't from sleep. Portland, Oregon, eighteen hour drive. We didn't. I didn't sleep that night, and I called the guys in the morning. I was like, because the album was going to be called Feeling Lucky. We had you know twelve songs, and that morning I called the guys, and I was like, we're changing everything. <laughs> I wrote this song. It's called KGO. I want to make the whole album like a concept album from beginning to end where it's a radio show from uh-huh. start to finish uh-huh. um, so that, you know, it would hopefully accomplish a few things. Like instead of people buying a single online, since the whole CD is a radio show, you know, you want the whole CD. Pick whatever. Um, so we changed the concept. We changed the amount of songs we were putting on. We separated into two albums, and uh, it all changed overnight with that one song. Right on. 
Yeah. So and, th- and concept albums, that's what a concept. Yeah. They don't happen that often they anymore. Don't anymore. Pink Floyd, the wall was the last one. Oh, it's amazing. Uh-huh. Until now. Until Warner Drive. <laughs> I like to put us up there, you know, right right with Pink Floyd. Maybe yeah. just like a hair above. Like <laughs> Rise and Fall is Iggy yeah. Stardust. Just parody. <laughs> Pink Floyd, the wall. Warner Drive. <laughs> our, our, yeah. our next album. a nice ring to it. Would, our, you, would you please introduce the next song? This is Warner Drive KGL. <laughs>
Was that Candace's voice saying KGO? No, it wasn't. That was our that was our friend. Now, okay, so why did you come up with that station call uh, call letters and number? I grew up listening to punk rock, and uh, to me, if there was ever a, a station that would play <laughs> punk rock music, it would be called K Go. Okay, like, punk rock is just fast music to me, so I figured like I'd make up a station, I'd call it KGO. It's a cool track. Did I know they're a CNN affiliate? <laughs> hey, are they really? <laughs> hey, let us know next time, eh? We'll we'll, we'll do the Twin Tuck on your album, right, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool, man. Hey, uh, so you guys have actually toured overseas as well, huh? Uh, not with this band. Um, I think a few of us have toured, toured overseas with other. Oh, bands. okay. This band hasn't yeah. been overseas yet. Okay, so we're talking about this band. <laughs> Let's talk about this band. We're you know? hoping to okay. get out to Germany, though, like, what, September? August. Mm-hmm. Okay, the uh, the Sunset Strip Music Festival. You guys were uh, at least, at the very least, a highlight of that, That the, the most recent one. What is it like? Well, let me just say that how awesome it was to see our name on the same poster as Motley Crue. Uh-huh. Yes. I mean, like, that in itself was rad. And to be featured, like, we were definitely... One of the featured acts, which uh-huh. was very flattering, and, and and it's, it was really one of uh you know in all the you know, shows we've done, mm-hmm. I'd say it, it's in my top three favorite shows just because it was just a great great time all around. Yeah, for people that don't know that because they're listening to us all over the world, uh, the the famous Sunset Strip, uh, famed for all the rock and roll acts that have come out of it from the sixties fifties mm-hmm. on up, has a festival now that's going on what. Three four years. This year will be its fifth year, I think. Actually. And it's it's a fantastic event uh, where all the big names you you got to be somebody to be part of that, and and so it's an amazing uh, amazing event, and it was cool that you guys yeah. were there. Hey, are you guys awesome. all? Are you guys all from the Southern? I know Johnny Law. You're from Southern California. No, Where are you guys? All I from? am or from LA. LA as well, but these guys, I'm the rest from of Philadelphia, them Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. right on. St. Louis, Missouri. All right. Pittsburgh, and Pennsylvania. PA's man. So That's why you guys can handle. Here. You can handle the cold. We got better yeah. food back. Well, you know what? You, <laughs> that is true. I can handle the cold, and but moving to California, I adapted really quickly to not having to be cold all the time. Uh-huh. So now it's like 40 degrees. I'm such a pansy. I'm like, this is stupid. Like, Reason. Anything under 60 it's degrees, and I got to park on. <laughs> so uh, where can people find your music? Where can people find information on Warner Drive? Where to fall? All that sh- shit. All right. Are you ready for the list? Because it's long. Ready? Bring down the list. You know what? People can podcast this and play it over and over again. All right, ready, set, go. Uh, we've got warnerdrive.com, which is our official website. Also, find us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash warnerdrive official. We also have Twitter, twitter.com slash warnerdrive. You can find our music on iTunes. And you CD can, Baby. And CD Baby. YouTube. And nice. YouTube. And our official YouTube channel is youtube.com slash warnerdrive official. And PornTube. Porn two. <laughs> also, <laughs> also That's you can Johnny find Johnny U special. Yep, Johnny U special. Porn two. <laughs> also, you can find our music at our shows. At any one of our shows, talking about shows, we have a show coming up tomorrow. Right. Yes, let's Viper talk about room. that. It's for a good cause too. Very let's talk about cause. at the Viper Room, the famous Viper Room on Sunset Strip. Famous Viper Room. Talk about that one. It's a benefit show. Um, it's for it's a really good friend of our Matt Grace, and he's a, an amazing photographer. Um, Johnny U, would you like to chime in? It's Johnny used a. Um, Probably the best friend with uh, Matt out of all of us. Um, I I, I know him from St. Louis because that's where he's from. But Johnny, you knows him the best. Go, Johnny, you go. 
Matt, Matt's a, a, a very up-and-coming photographer. He's done a lot of cool stuff with a lot of cool bands. And not live stuff, like actual photo shoots and stuff. And he got into a really bad motorcycle accident where, like, they had to sew his foot back onto his body. Holy and, uh, shit. He was, you know, he, he, he had his priorities straight. He got photography insurance instead of medical insurance. He so, took a uh, picture and posted it on Facebook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say that. Yeah. So uh, we, uh, we're, we're trying to raise money for him to help him get a second mm-hmm. surgery. For, wow. For his All right, right on. I think that's pretty bitchy. Listen, folks, if you're in the L.A. area, anywhere in, Southern, anywhere in the world for that freaking matter, make your way to the, a sun, plane, yo. the, famous, a plane. the famous Sunset Strip, the famous Viper Room. Yes. Check out Warner Drive. Hey, uh, I tomorrow, do, tomorrow, tomorrow. I do want to say on behalf of my brother, my, myself, and I think for the band, we did. Uh, they, we, uh, we got together. And we with full intention of, of singing acoustic, uh, an acoustic jam. But um, Candice and Johnny Law are both a little sick right now. And we want to respect. people in the band aren't supposed to be making out. And yeah. they're saving themselves yep. for tomorrow. But you can play for guitar, marriage, Johnny Law. Go for it. Rock the guitar. I can of the most mellow song we have. Go for it. Okay, if you if you want to, we don't want you to, you know, hurt yourself. No, I could do. Turn it. up a his guitar, verse, his right guitar mic. I can do. I can do That's like the a first verse kit. chorus. I, I, I don't know how far I could get. All right, let's, let's try see. it. Give him, give him four shots. Let's see how far you can get. Song is, yeah. is, uh, is broken. It's from our first album, right and uh, I dedicate it to Mexican twin talk show. All right, <laughs> awesome. <Yeah. honey. laughs> Yo soy broken, <laughs> the sum of all my fears. Years are stolen, the stories in my tears. Then I met you, we called it destiny, baby. I'm not afraid of failing I'm not ashamed to cry Cause I can see my future in your eyes I've been stupid I can live without you I'm a stranger in this world Yeah. Yeah, right on, Johnny. All right. I Shoot. cut that song right in half. Nice. <laughs> that, that you guys stopped that that track perfectly. That was it almost sounded like he was doing that live. That was great. <laughs> hey, uh, I wanted uh I want to pass a message on to you. Uh Heather Bennett chimed in on uh Facebook. She said that you guys rocked her birthday party and she says thanks. She uh, wow. she's very out, welcome. She came out to Huntington Beach. Uh we ju- we had literally we flew flew in from Denver, Colorado the night before. Uh-huh. No, that morning. Uh, that morning, then oh, went God. straight down to Huntington to play a show, and she had a she had a birthday party out there, and uh, brought her friends out, and it was a killer show. Right on. Yeah, that's really nice of you. You guys are so and kind. I, I also want to give a <laughs> shout out to Arlene Alejandro. Look out for her; she's going to be at your show tomorrow. That's right. Okay, right so on. you know what, ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, uh, Warner Drive. You guys want to give anybody a shout out before we uh, let you guys go? There are t- yeah. too many people, but every I'll, single I'll say one hi to of our Ariana fans and Corey and, hanging out. Who's that? They're just some friends hanging out. Okay, cool. Watching movies, eating pizza, stuff. It's awesome. Weird, <laughs> like that. 
Puff Puff Pass. Stu Stuball's in from Florida. He's hanging out here with us, actually. The Stu. What's up, Stu? Where are you from? From Philly. <laughs> from Philly. He's, he's from but, fucking Middletown. But he came here via Miami area. Awesome. So, ladies and gentlemen, Warner Drive, check him out tomorrow. What's today's date? Today's the 24th. Tomorrow's the 25th. January. Wait a Hold on. This is really cool. Check this out. The last time we hung out with you guys was on the 24th of, of June. June. Of June. Wow. Six months ago today. 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 Oh, Look that at that. Very cool. Damn. Happy yeah. anniversary, guys. Happy yeah. anniversary. I hate, to, I, I hate to ruin things, but it's seven months. Just fuck. <laughs> damn it. Hey, seven's a good number. Yeah, I like it. Seven's cool. So, ladies and gentlemen, check them out January 25th, tomorrow at the world-famous Viper Room. Warner Drive is going to be performing a benefit show for a friend of theirs who's in need. But you know what? You guys will benefit from an awesome show and hanging out with some cool guys. And you know what? And a foxy chick, and if chick. I may say. And girl, like on the Sorry, video. Sorry, I have a mouthful of <laughs> chips right now. <laughs> mouthful of what? You know what, uh, guys and girl. <laughs> thank you. Later. Thank you so much for coming to. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. He's trying thank to thank us. Everyone, it's okay. It's an angel, damn it. Twin Talk cast. You know what? It's a real honor awesome. to have you guys on. Uh, I, uh, you know, my brother and I, we, we, see, we, since we've had you on the show the first time, it was kind of like a, a drive-by. But you finally made it to uh, <laughs> Theo Luis's garage, and I appreciate that. We appreciate it, especially both of you, since you're a little sick. Well, thing. totally, man. Jimmy and Bob, we so appreciate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back Don't with Go Nowhere because the Chill Lounge is next. Angel's Chill Lounge. You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Kick, kick back. And listen. We must be present. It is of paramount importance to be here, now, in the present. You see, typically, our peace is disturbed by hurt, resentment, fear, or what have you, of the past or future. Indeed, these are very real feelings. But, based on something that has occurred, the past, or we think may or may not occur, the future. This condition unchecked will manifest into behavior we will regret. Not to mention the self-imposed anxiety. And by allowing ourselves to live in the past or future, they, past or future, actually live our lives for us and cheat us of really experiencing peace. So consider this. Take control and stop controlling. 
allow yourself to experience the present, good or bad, no matter what. This affords us the tangibles of the present to really get a grip of your life and really live it as you desire. This puts us in a realm where peace is attainable and abundant. Chill. One love. And that's another edition of Chill Lounge. And thus endeth another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We want to thank you for tuning in with us again as we broadcast live from Theo Luis's garage. If this, if this is your first time, we just popped your cherry, eh? <laughs> Come back. We do it every Tuesday because Tuesday is Twinsday. And we didn't need a roofie. <laughs> anyway, so tune nice. in. If you guys want to catch us later <laughs> or just share with a friend or whatever, go to TwinTalkCast.com and subscribe to our podcast. Or, or you could go to iTunes because we are iTwins and search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel and check out our uh, Twin Talk radio widget. Ladies and gentlemen, go check out Warner Drive tomorrow night at the world famous Viper Room. You guys want to say good night? I'll be there. <laughs> I will be there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we, we want to thank Warner Drive for thank being you. here. Thank you so thank much. You thank, you much. thank you for having us. Please come back, guys. We will. All right, that's six months from now, the 24th of whatever, six or seven All right, months from that now. sounds cool. Seven months. <laughs> our, bi- our biannual. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, family that's, reunion. That's hey. another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We'll catch you next week, y'all. Shoo!